up, everybody? Welcome back to another show, another right click and save with Neon Brian and Kian, and welcome back. Let's get started. Yes, let's go. <laughs> welcome back, yo. That that intro never gets old for me. Um, <laughs> but how how are you all? How how are you, Neon? Yeah, not too bad. Another another quiet week. It's amazing. We start a podcast and nothing seems to happen from a week to week basis now, but. Um... <laughs> I think we should yeah. stop the podcast and then make some action. Give it, <laughs> NFT, do it for the NFT, people. NFT season comes back then once we stop putting out episodes. But yeah, no, 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 all good. You guys? I, I'm good. Um, I want to hear about Keens. I know he talked about the NFT NYC a little bit in our last podcast, which I will release today, uh, which is November 12th. But I, I want to hear more about that. I want to hear about um, the attempted scam that you had, Neo. Um I was listening to the Mark Zuckerberg, Gary V discussion. I thought that was super interesting. And that's something that we need to definitely talk about. For me personally, though, I haven't really been too much. Like I, I've been looking at the pulses, um, but I'm still sitting on the sideline and I, you know, and I ain't gonna front with y'all, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be real. Um, I'm there, but I don't know. Like, it's just tough, right? We talk about this all the time. We talk about how when ETH goes up, it's harder to let go of your ETH for a project that could go to zero, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. Actually, when we talk t- talk about ETH, like you you think ETH gonna go, like I know that everyone say ETH gonna go up and up more, then is it really like you think it's gonna go, like when do you think it's gonna top off and are you gonna take any profit by changing to other thing or are you just gonna sit on it for a while? That's a tough question. And I think, you know, you could kind of put your two cents in on this one as well. Like, I honestly, it's hard, right? It's hard when you look at like the money, like the percentages you're making. And that's like, I feel like it's less risky, but then you could double up or triple up if you get the right NFT, right? But in a bear market, it's a lot more scary per se. Um, But I don't know, Neon, what do you think? Yeah, I think everything that I've seen so far from like analysts who know this stuff, people who've been in the industry a long time, um, I think ETH to 10K, I don't know when, if it's going to be by the end of the year or Q1. Um, I mean, Goldman Sachs even said that they expect it to be 8,000 by the end of the year. Um, so I, I would, I'm thinking to take some profits at around 10 or 11. Um, that could be the top. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking of doing. <laughs> Um, Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait till then. I'm going to wait till then, to be honest. Love um, it. I, I want to I wanna see that five-figure, I want to see that five-figure ETH and then I'll start thinking about some profits. And then, and you know, I don't think that that could be the end. I've seen I've seen people saying as high as 20, which I, I think is a bit unrealistic, but I think a 15, 15 isn't crazy. I mean, the, the plan for me is take out my initial cost at around 10. Um, and then just let the profits ride for a little bit and then see, maybe I'll take more profits again at like eight if it comes on the way down. Because again, people think it's going to settle in this. They think Bitcoin's going to settle eventually around 55-ish and they're saying ETH is going to settle around four after this. I mean, we don't know how the cycle is going to pan out, but that's what I've seen is like early kind of estimates. So that's like at the back of my mind. I'm not a trader by any means, but um, I'm just going to, just going to, see what i can do and that's that's my rough plan for now anyway so so basically what we're saying or you're what you're thinking is you really firmly believe this could be 
the market cap could be one trillion at least. That seems I mean, very I mean, realistic. At, at what period of time though, right? Like it's I mean uh like ten ETH by the end of the year, I mean that would be amazing, but I don't know. What have you guys have you guys see actually everything spiked a couple of days ago, right? When the US announced their inflation statistics. Did you guys see that? Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, I, so, I've been in like sports car land. Yeah. So, so what happened is, um, inflation, U.S. inflation came out at five point two percent. I think it was five point two. Definitely yeah, more than five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the last twelve months, <clears throat> um, and that same day, ETH went to forty eight fifty, and Bitcoin touched sixty nine um, for like a brief second, and then there was a sell wall at sixty nine exactly, which I thought was hilarious. Mm. Um, <laughs> so proper. That's so crypto. I love it. Um, but anyway. So, so the government is saying that inflation is 5%. Now, what's interesting about that is you look at other things like the S&P 500, you listen to stuff said by Michael Saylor, who's obviously the big Bitcoin guy from MicroStrategy, um, and they're estimating inflation to be much higher. So the S&P 500 is up 30%. Um, 30%, I can't remember if it's 30% in the last year or 30% from the start of 2021, but... Anyway, they're, they're estimating inflation to be over 20%, um, which is kind of crazy. But at the same time, 22%, I think that's the stat, 22% of all US dollars in circul circulation were printed in the last two to three years. Um, Biden has more plans to print more money. Um, I'm not all clued up on US politics, but you've got that infrastructure bill. I think that's still sitting, waiting to get passed um, for like one point something trillion. Um, mm. I don't think the money printing is going to stop anytime soon. And when you listen to, so I listen to episodes of like the all in podcast, um, which is Chamath, David Sachs, like a couple of these billionaires basically. Um, and what they're talking about when you have inflation at this level and when it looks like it's going to go on because the Democrats just look like they're just going to keep printing money. Um, so I don't, 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 don't just blame on that. Like, no, 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 we don't, get, we don't want to get hot waters. Like the government in general. That's what. That's what the government. Yeah. About. Okay. The government. The government. The, the government currently in charge look like they're just going to keep printing money. Um, so they're basically what they basically said is that when inflation comes in, it hits the poor and the middle class the most. The poor because they end up not being able to afford everything as prices rise, and the middle class because the middle class generally don't invest that much and they have a lot of savings and their savings are eroded. When the rich have inflation, when the, well, if you're rich and you just have more money, you just invest it more, right, in something else. Um, so it ends up holding value generally over time. So I think with all this, all these other external factors coming into play, which we haven't seen in 2017 when they had the, the first bull run, that first super cycle, like it, it makes sense to me that we'll see crazy all-time highs um, when the true extent of kind of the money printing and kind of, just that that post COVID boom potentially just comes. I mean, they're, apparently they're paying McDonald's workers over there like seventeen bucks an hour. Certain places, certain places. Um, That's crazy, no? It's 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 funny how you're you're like educating us about this about about uh, where we live at. <laughs> uh, it's it's what happens. I feel like is. You get so wrapped up in your 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 life and you don't even realize it. I do know inflation is definitely you're you're feeling it as a consumer here. Yeah, Car, you know, you know, buying used cars is like crazy. Um, 
just buying groceries, you, you know, you notice it, you know? Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting point yeah that's a good point and but then they has to have some kind of correction right like there's some something like the government going to do or that's what uh, they're doing they're they're putting more money out they're putting more money out and they're going to raise interest rates um by the end of next year which will start to raise back in yeah they say they are well over here they are in in the uk they are in the uk they are okay Um, there we go that's that's definitely i guess um yeah i mean like yeah like i said this is super kind of like slippery slope type of deals that we're talking about but uh but hey listen this is an nft podcast uh we're here uh and you know let's let, let's let's move on because like i i already know <laughs> some people are probably pressed about the situation <laughs> this is a conversation um right but you know I, Liam, I know you kind of talked to us about your mutant ape and you're trying to do a trade mm-hmm. um and you almost got scammed and yeah. i want to hear about it because i haven't you know, i've done trades with sports cards and I haven't, I haven't got scammed before, but I've heard horror stories. I can't mm-hmm. imagine how it is when it comes to trading NFT, when you're dealing with a few five-figure NFTs. Yeah, so that was a utter waste of my time. I, I caught on pretty quickly, but anyway, it was really annoying. But okay, so what happened is I put it in, every Discord has a sales channel. So I just put it in the sales channel. I'm looking for, I think I put like 20, um, and a guy messaged me straight away just with NFT trader question mark. No hi, no, not, not, nothing like that, just NFT trader. Um, an NFT trader, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically you can put the assets in a escrow wallet, essentially. And then only when both parties have put the asset into that wallet, it automatically transfers it. So it's super safe, it's really good. I think the, the fee is like, it's only like 20 bucks or 30 bucks to use, but obviously you won't pay gas, which at the moment is like 200. Um, so, yeah, NFT trader in general is a great platform. But so I don't know what they did, but I, f- I assumed they had like a dodgy wallet or something was wrong with it. So the first thing I did when I, when I got their wallet is I checked the balance to see if they could actually pay for it because I, I already yeah. had my suspicions. And the guy had 72 ETH in there. So I thought, okay, well, it's fine. Um, maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's from like Asia or something. So his English isn't like good. So he just gets to the point potentially. Um, yeah. So he... So the link, the so what you do on NFT traders, you put the assets all in, and then you send a link to the other person, and then they confirm it, and then they they swap. Um, so the link would never work for some reason. I think it was because his wallet was was off. So he he was like, okay, I'll make a group with the admins or like the dev, uh, the mods, sorry, of the of NFT trader. So I was like, okay, go on and make make a group. Um, put it in the group. They go on a voice call um, with these two mods who have the exact same screen name, but obviously it's Discord, anyone can have the same screen name and profile picture as the actual mods. Um, and they say, yeah, can you guys do a screen share? Can you do this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Um, so he did it first. So I was like, oh, I'm having technical issues. I just like bullshit my way through it. I was like, I'm having a problem. Can you do it first? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So he literally went on MetaMask, went on to settings, changed the language. And then they're like, yeah, you're good. And at that point, I was like, what are you talking Like, this is clearly, there's clearly something wrong here. Um, so what I did, whenever you have a, whenever you're suspicious, this is what you do. You can't tell who's in your group. So you go to the actual correct channel. So I went to the Discord group for NFT Trader and I DM'd the mod from there. And then I DM'd the people in the group. And obviously they, were, they came up as two different people. And at that moment, that's when you know that there's something off. And that's crazy. That's yeah, that, and then when it got 
when I knew it got even worse is then they're like, oh, I know, it's because your wallet isn't connected to Collabland. So they sent me a dodgy Collabland link. Um, <laughs> and then they blocked me because I, I posted about it in the, the board Ape Discord service. But I ended up losing about 700 bucks in gas, which sucks. Um, and it wasted about an hour of my day. But on the plus side, still got the ape. Um, <laughs> That's true. I mean, so, yeah, it could, it could have gone a lot. And it's a good lesson. It's a good lesson for everybody. Uh, yeah. I, first, because I don't even, I'm not even thinking about Nick trades at all. I just think it's so scary. But NFT trade looks pretty legit. <laughs> it's like, it, is, it is really good. It is really good. Do they have a coin or token? Um, no, just, just they have an it. NFT though. They have an NFT. So if you buy their NFT, there's no fees. I think that's how it works. And then you only pay gas. Oh, I think it's something like that. Dude, that's interesting. Okay. That's actually pretty. I mean, I don't. So some, of the, some of the people that are listening here is like, you should have known about this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use base cases, you know. <laughs> uh, but how do you feel about it, Keen? Like, have you traded before or even tried to trade an NFT? Yeah, I, heard, I mean, I heard about NFT traders and never, I've never done it. Um, yeah. But uh, I think it a lot of people use it, right? So yeah, I've used it a couple of times in the past. It's it's amazing. That's really and if you and if you use it correctly, then there's no there's nothing you should be worried about, right? Just click a button and then it's just trade it or something like that. Yeah, so you actually confirm exactly what you're trading as well. Both both people have to confirm it for the swap to take to take place. So. You just have to, you just got to be careful. I mean, because there's, there's also the case where you could oh, see a I token. Think, I, th I think I, I kind of remember. Is that the one where you have to, but then it's only certified as a certain NFT, right? If your NFT is not listed, you can't trade it, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I've only done it. I've only done it for mutant apes. So okay. I'm not sure if you have a smaller collection. Maybe, maybe that's the case. I'm not sure. Yeah, because there's one time, I think I tried to trade the pixel map with the uh, cool cat, which is a critical pretty crazy story but but i think oh. a pixel map doesn't doesn't show up on there so ah oh so wait is it cool <laughs> i feel like cool cat's better right oh pff, of course look yeah, at what's, I mean, oh, right now dude you almost ripped you almost ripped apart the guy <laughs> no the, the guy's the guy like he's he's an ape right he has so many cool cats and so many kongs he has genesis kong as well and he just want to have some historical nft and he like pixel maps so he just looked on Discord like, hey, I didn't want to want to trade a cool cats for a pixel Wait, map. So, he has like 20 cool cats. So he you're and you're then, about um, to do it, but but NFT trader just couldn't couldn't locate yeah, it. it, it couldn't find a pixel map. Yeah. Would have been a trade of the yeah. century. It, it's it's a long story. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it's I mean uh, that's Wait. I I heard, that one hurts a lot for sure. 100%. Did he offer you to tell you, hey, you know, send it straight up or what was the resolution out of it? So, so, so the resolution was I'm trying to do that too, like without trader, right? We just do it. But then um, the thing about my pixel map is that it hasn't wrapped yet. So, oh. so, so it's complicated, uh. right? You know, you have to wrap it first. And at that point, the pixel map is around uh, two or three ETH. And um, Cool Cats was around four, three, three or four ETH at that point or something like that. So uh, the wrap process takes time, and then you want to, if you want to wrap it, you want to put like five or six ETH in uh, just to make sure no one can grab it. It's just a long process, and then there's a lot of scary stuff going on. Um, and I try to tell him just, just I just send him unwrap, 
NFT um, and trade it. And then it's just too complicated. And then we kind of like, okay, maybe next Damn, time. Oh, dude, that's, I'm hurting for you. But I mean, Pixel Map is not, you, that's not bad either. It's just, it's a cool cat. No, it's not bad. Well, the, well right now, the value of Pixel Map is nowhere close to cool cat. But, uh, but in the future, people are going to look back. And I think, I think Pixel Map will, will have a chance to go up there. So it will. So, it's just how long, right? Like you're dealing yeah. with historical stuff. That's why I'm dealing with my Kira cards, you know? <laughs> so, okay. Oh, well, that's cool. That's, bleeding. That's have you seen them? Yeah. Uh, have There's I seen so them? many under one. It's crazy. He, 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 I'm, have I seen them? He says. <laughs> uh, yeah, have you guys actually, have you guys ever wrapped an NFT before? Nah, no. dude. I'm too scared for that stuff, bro. I ain't technical like that. Yeah, why, would you, why, would you, why would you Why would you do it? Because it's old as hell. So you have to like wrap yeah, but it. Oh, uh, okay. So, so like actually cure cards, all the cure cards on OpenSea is already wrapped, right? Or like, yeah. uh, you know, Rap Striker, right? Rap Strikers, because they already wrap. That's why Raps, you can show yeah, Rap Strikers, yeah. Uh-huh. That's why you can show it on OpenSea to sell. But if, because it's so so early that it's unwrapped, you you can't even make it uh, show up on OpenSea, you know? It's like an ERC so, thing, right? Like yeah, yeah, from something about coding. I'm not that smart, too. <laughs> not me either. But okay, yeah. So that, that's a nugget for y'all. Um, that's crazy. The fact that you just almost got a cool cat, like just you just casually just like mentioned it in this chat. It's kind of funny. Um, let's talk about traits versus overall rarity. Nia, man, I feel like you've been doing a lot of the action this week, so it's gonna be your time to shine, yeah. buddy. You, you messaged us how you're thinking about trading down your mutant ape to have yep. a floor then also basically trading down right just trading down getting some eth um cashing out putting it somewhere else i guess you know maybe what's your thought process behind that because i think we all have our own opinions on it and um yeah just want to see so the mutants have been doing well like we're in a bear market and eth is ripping but the mutants have gone from like a three and a half to four point one floor i think in the last week um so my thinking is i've got the 46th rarest mutant um so super rare and the problem that i have with it is it doesn't have that it has good traits like rarish like high-ish rarity traits but not like the rarest not like i'm sure everyone knows like the laser eyes or the blue beams or like the golden fur those are like yeah. really the prestige ones that carry massive premiums. The ones that are just <sighs> rare don't go for that, that for the, as much. Um, so what I was thinking, and there's some really good deals on like things with rare traits. So you can get like laser eyes. It's like the floor is like nine, 12, 21 or something like that. And you can, and just comparing them off the actual board apes, there's like a 10 X difference. So that's like gaps that I'm sure will get plugged in the future. So that, that was partly my thinking, but really um, I just wanted more liquidity. So I hopefully I can just cash it out and just um, sit on cash at the moment. But I thought for two reasons, I want floors just so I can, you know, trade them out one at a time. And from like an ROI perspective that I'm probably better off doing that. And also you got, you have the board ape token coming in Q1. And I think what we also with ENS this week is if you had one ENS address, I think you got airdropped. I think the, the lowest, the average was like six or seven grand that people got. But, and you could have had like Amazon.eth, right? And you could have paid, I think someone's paid like 150 ETH for that before. 
So you would have made eight grand off the airdrop, but if you had just registered like 10 random addresses for 50 bucks each, you could have made 40 or 50 grand from the airdrop. And so what I'm thinking is if I could diversify into like four mutants instead of just one, I'm also better off when the token comes, which I think will go crazy. Um, and all these people say, say a mutant eight, but at the moment it costs 20 grand to get in, say it costs 30, for example, there's so many people that cannot afford and won't be willing to spend that much, but they'll happily buy like 500 bucks, thousand dollars of the token to like try and get into the ecosystem. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's what I'm thinking. I used to just think like the rarest thing is the most important, but I think the traits are, are more important. I don't know if you guys have seen that in, in other projects as well. Yeah, I think I, th I, th I think the trade is easier to li liquidify your project, right? Like you want to sell it, you, people look at the trade and then they go for it. Like people don't really look into different rarity websites to just figure out like which one, like like number one or number 10th or 48th, mm. right? It's just, uh, it just faster to, to buy and sell, I think. Um, but, but let's go to ends. Like what, do you know the price of that, of that ends coin? Because I actually, uh, I actually, it was sixty uh, last time I 60, checked. Sixty bucks. Yeah. So, because I I did receive airdrop or not, like I I qualified for airdrops. I think, and I think everyone qualified for airdrops once you have a MetaMask, no? No, you have to have an ENS domain to get it. Bro, I, I had no idea this even existed. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so, so I I I. I I used my web MetaMask, right? One of them I can get. I grab like I think eight ends, and then the other one, which I have an uh, ETH address, uh, and they give me fifty ENS. And I don't know what is that. You mean fifty ENS? And you you say like sixty bucks? Yeah, bro. What? Fifty-five is that right now. You literally just got three K just having a MetaMask. How's that possible? No, like, no, just because. No, if you have MetaMask, I think you have like eight ENS or or six ENS, six to eight ENS. If you just around. put your MetaMask on, that's what I did, right? And I got, but then that's not that's not grand. That's not one grand, right? You say fifty bucks with. Well, you have fifty. With, e, I thought you said you have fifty ENS, right? Yeah, the other one have fifty. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Um, but let, let, oh, it, sorry. It also it also depended for like how long you registered your address for. So people that had registered their their dot eth address for like ten years got more. So oh, it works something like that. I didn't. I didn't. I obviously don't have one, so I didn't look into it that much. But that's what I right. got. Yeah, like honestly, I don't. I don't even know much about it. I saw a lot of people talk about, it and then I was like, okay, let's just click on it and see how much I got. And then I got one for fifty ns. So maybe that could work something. I actually never look into it. I'm I'm so looking just, now. I'm not eligible. So you just connected to the okay. I guess we'll talk about that later. But I, there's a there's a few points I wanted to talk about with your rarity stuff, mm -hmm. and right. and I think it's it's important to talk about. Um, the first thing is, so it's sports cards. Um, I like to use sports cards as an example because it really shows a good consumer behavior, uh, um, in general, right? In in an emerging market, in a market where everything's very new. I feel like consumer behavior is probably maybe similar with uh, NFTs just because of the collectability aspect of everything. First thing is when we first were growing up with like just sports cards, you know, what were, what was moving first, right? Base cards, right? Base cards were moving really quick. Um, 
they would be called AKA liquid. Uh, why would you buy? Why would you buy a a rare parallel when you could get three base cards and triple three X it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like feels like it's similar per se with this type of issue because the market's emerging. These are not really collectors right now, right? Yeah. Like I don't think there's real collect. Like there are collectors in NFTs, but like there is also the fake collectors. I would say probably maybe us. <laughs> you know, we're just trying to make make money out of it. Um, that's where I see the biggest growth, like in the floors currently, like right now. Mm. But let's just say the market, well, when the market matures and there are true collectors, right, in the market, I think the conversation will change and not just the ranks either, right? I think the way it looks, um, the way the uh, our perceived how we perceive um, certain looks because there are rare stuff NFTs, but you're just like, that looks like shit, you know, like that, that doesn't look good to me. Um, why is there like a rarity ranker that's telling me what's my rank? Like, I feel like those dynamics are going to change later on, but right now I think the market isn't mature enough to really understand, Hey, the rares is what collectors really want. Cause at the end of the day, if you really want, I feel like, long term you really want to get the rares to sell to another collectors because collectors are irrational um when it comes to these things sure. so that's just that's that's my point of view though um so i think that you're doing the right thing currently right now to flip into it and plus nothing wrong training down either right like it's like you get some liquidity that's that's something i've been doing a lot with sports cards like training up once you get to a certain value the trade down get some liquidity and rinse and repeat yeah i think one other thing that's maybe different with this as well is the other utility that you get from having multiple. So in this case, it could be a token uh, next time. If I, if I had, if I had four apes, right. <clears throat> you guys don't need to own apes. We could all go to ape fest. Do you know what I mean? I see. I see. There's, I see. There's that's other benefits good, good point. that I think, um, very good point. I think you're right. I think the rare stuff is still undervalued, but I see the floor being a, more of a safer bet in, in sports. Right now, floor, yeah, well, I think in general, I think in really in sports cars, in sports cars, I'm not saying sorry, I'm not saying it's safer than the rare stuff. I'm saying compared to base sports cards, the floor of NFTs are definitely safer, right? Because you there's not people still want to get into the project, whereas people will end up buying. You know, you can buy second year cars, you can buy whatever. Like it's it's just not the same because you have these community aspects or eligibility. Um, yeah it's not yeah it's not a lot like for like um, yeah uh comparison um but i i also think later on when the market is mature we will see the rares being the ones that people truly want as well and yes the utilities does change so that that is a hard comparison actually the more you put it into your words <laughs> but it's interesting to talk about right it's just interesting like yeah. do you pick a rare out of the rarity ranker or do you pick something that actually looks like it should be rare, right? Like, but then again, it gets even crazier because now you have um, the rights to create a brand within the yeah. NFT, right? So that changes things too. Like now, okay, well, a, a, a floor could be, looks like shit, but, but it's like an influencer that has that NFT that creates a brand around it. All of a sudden that's rarer than, than the rarest one. So that's true. 
I think ideally, if you're looking at, if you're going to go shopping, try and find stuff that's pretty aesthetic near the floor. Um, I think that's probably the, the safest bet that you 100%. can make. You buy what you like, right? Like we have the saying in the sports cards industry, buy what you like. And that's essentially what you're saying. So that's, yeah. that's good. Um, that's a good, yeah, that was a good conversation. I think it's, uh, it's also just, it's safer, uh, in my opinion, to just buy floor. Cause like this, you buy, you buy the, you play in the game with the people who want to get in, or you play the game with the people who like fall in love with the project and the true collectors. Mm, that's true. Uh, more risky and but then but then again like man like board apes like i think i think there's one guy sell very rare board apes for like over a million dollars or something like that um so yeah there's been a few in the last couple of days that have gone for just crazy money um and that's the other thing like in a down market you know, i guess you can still sell crazy stuff that's when the collectors like really go shopping so i think i think maybe with the board ape club and the mutant ape club it's maybe just a different case because that's just so far ahead of everyone else right now. Um, but for the newer projects, I wouldn't take that kind of risk by like going for the rarest one. Like Gary V talked talked about this on his podcast the other day. Like he he spent twenty five ETH on the rarest koala. Yeah, and he, he said he, he said he's he said he'd be lucky to get like three for it now. But it's the <laughs> risk that, it's the risk that he took, right? Because um, had he got the rarest board ape, it would have been a different story, right? That's probably that's like a crazy. Um, crazy return so if you it depends how much risk you're willing to take and how much you want to gamble but i think near the floor is always the safest bet yeah 100 uh let, let's move along uh mark zuckerberg sat down with gary v and in their new discussion i really am excited to talk about this with you guys because i i'm like that guy that's like that believes in it but not fully like all the way in right i'm like i'm not like all in just quite yet like i have a few nfts uh, i'm not like you guys where you guys are like all in i'm still trying to you know play, play it out but they had a lot of different points I, I really recommend listening to that chat if you can but niam i know you listened to it I mean, did you get to listen to it i know i told you like 30 minutes beforehand yeah i, I listened to like more than half of it but sweet then, uh, didn't get to finish it yet Awesome, yeah. awesome. Besides like having Mark Zuckerberg on chat roulette, there was a lot of interesting things. He was talking about the metaverse, augmented reality, how close we are to it. I think the biggest point for me that made a lot of sense, the way he was talking about Farmville, how people are buying land or whatever it is in Farmville or any video game, right, to flex. The problem with these video games or these platforms is it's so limited, right? You can't take it anywhere. So they use kind of like the comparison of like wearing your New York Knicks jacket in New York, but you can only wear it in the arena. Like how that's pretty limited and doesn't excite people. And what NFTs is bringing to the world essentially is bringing it to the metaverse where you could take it with you everywhere. And I then that just a light bulb just clicked on me. You know, I was like, wow, that is exactly why people do what they do. If that makes sense. Yeah. Does that mean like so? Uh, in Farmville, like you can you can pick up a certain thing and then you can actually use that thing on a different places on Metaverse. Is that what you mean? He's he's saying he's saying that the reason why Farmville isn't able to like the people aren't aren't carrying Farmville land or whatever it is. Um, right. I don't really know much about it, but it's it's because it's limited, right? So NFT gives you the opportunity, like the Ethereum blockchain, to take it with you everywhere. 
so you're not limited right so like it's like with you all you can wear it whenever right know? right so it's yeah. different it's a completely different game um mm-hmm. exactly no pun intended you know mm-hmm. yeah that's what that's what like that's what why that's why the first thing that i think nft is is so so great is because like for example in any gaming right you have a you have a sword or you have a a, a cool uh, armor like you can bring it to any games you want or like or the game that like cyber kongs they can create like three game and they can create the entire uh ecosystem where if you just grab one thing you can use it on three or four different games and then you can show off on your metaverse because you wear that stuff uh going to sandbox uh things like that and wearing vr and then uh, you look cool and then um yeah, imagine like big game like Riot where they have like so many games, League of Legends, all the different like or EA EA games. I think they also get into metaverse. Imagine if those guys, right? They create an NFT, they create a certain things that is just ten thousand of them, and then you know once you have it, you can use in like twenty of their games, and then you show off on your sandbox ecosystem. It's like man, it's the game changer, right? It's it may be like just the ring, um, the golden ring that they create from EA EA game or Riot game that may be worth more than the actual gold ring. Like that's when we are in a very scared uh, universe. You guys think? <laughs> Did you guys see um, the League of Leg- League of Legends like Netflix show that came out this week? No, is it good? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't play the game. I have no idea, but it went straight to number Keep one. Keep all about that, bro. <laughs> so it went it went straight to number one and overtook Squid Game. It went straight actually, to Actually, one. yes. Actually, there's something I want to talk to you guys to. Stoner Cat. Underrated. Underrated. <laughs> really? He's okay, so right now. This is funny. This is funny. This is funny. I it's forgot like that I want to say about it. Huh? The progression of Keen of Stoner Cat's been interesting. It's like, oh, this looks like it's hyped. Oh, nah. It's, it's going down. You know what? This might be interesting to look at next this week. Go all in, boys. This is your time. <laughs> this is your moment. <laughs> well, I, 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 I like, like in this space, I know that a lot of things that people don't think about, it's usually, usually might be the right thing. That's why I try to be the most creative as possible. And when they start with like all the famous uh, Hollywood people, uh, it's fail. It's, it's not fail, but it's not going to go well because 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 other people are going to be like oh hollywood trying to make money uh, is too much hype right but but right now it's sitting on a space where like everyone's already say like oh it's too much hype is hollywood making money it's nothing people almost forget about it but but this is where i think it's so underrated right now because league of legend animator right uh no league of legend producer also animate uh stoner cats and then Stoner Cats just introduced a new character. And if you guys look on Twitter at Stoner Cats right now, guess who's going to voice the Stoner Cat new character? I'm looking right now. For the, for the new episode. So there's some options, right? Nobody knows yet. But I saw Gary V names on it. And people actually... <laughs> Oh, I see Gary V. Okay, Gary V. Vino Stoner Cat. That's I don't know. I, I, it's actually might be not the, not real, but um, <laughs> I like how you're just so confident. One minute, but and then but, but, so but, there, but there are so but there are so many like you know uh, I th- I don't know. I think that's a uh, a film that has so many famous characters on it, 
and um also the animators is is big um it's just underrated when it's sitting down uh the floor right now is probably point two or something so is this what does this guy do with league of legends again what's that what does this guy do with league, league of legends is it because it's a so, producer so- yeah, he's he's uh, one of the main producers. Oh, I see. Okay, that's what gave you like, the... I was like, damn, that's super random. Stoner Cat, for, we went from League of Legends to Stoner Cats <laughs> real quick. No, no, but yeah, but he, so he's the producer. Okay, gotcha. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I just think that there's so many Hollywood... I mean, big people on Hollywood, but then again, like people are going to maybe don't like it at the moment, but when it comes to how to tell a story and how to make like a successful show. I think they, they are still the one that figured that out better, right? Yeah. So with League of Legends, they're going to come out with NFT or is it like a Netflix? They, I know they have a Netflix series. Um, but are they are they coming out with NFT? No idea. No. Uh, they're, just, they're just an online game at the moment, but uh, it shows the potential basically is, is what I'm saying of the IP. Ah. Uh, I see. I see. I'm pretty sure they will, though. I mean, I th- I think there's some development on that side, but you you just don't know when they're gonna go all in on it. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I I think going back to like just Mark Zuckerberg and Gary Gary V, the fact that <clears throat> the fact that they Facebook just changed everything to Meta. Uh, I know we talked about this last week. It was a clear sign. But then hearing Mark kind of just articulate everything, how how what he feels is the future, is just super scary how early we are all in with this stuff, right? Um, it, it's just some, it's just something that was you know I was listening to it while I was driving, um, and yeah, like he was just talking about literally one day instead we would be doing like like a hologram and stuff like that. It, it, it got really super like out there. But it didn't feel too far out there, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's not that far as, well, you know, like it's, didn't he say three or five years? That's what I heard so far. He said five years, right? Yeah. Five years. Yeah, something like that. So, but. He, yeah, said, he uh, said they've already started to see it. COVID, like, I think we'll look back at COVID being catalyst for so many things. Um, History class, yeah. Yeah. They're historically, so, it's gonna be in the books. It's gonna be so, huge. So yeah, it's all it's all positive stuff, really, that we're hearing, and it's sooner than than I think we all are kind of anticipating. Um, it it just seems, I think twenty thirty, it's not really that far away, but things are gonna. I feel like things are gonna be so different by then. It's like I think I was talking to my dad about this today. Like I think the same way people look at the iPhone as being like a game changer. In terms of like, there's no Uber without an iPhone and, you know, Facebook isn't as big as it is because you need your laptop, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think we'll look at, back at COVID being that that thing that pushes us all into the metaverse because people are used to Zoom. People are used to like living all over the country. We, I, look, I live in London or I'm in Cambridge at the moment. You're in California and Keen's in, in Florida. Like oh, yeah. this is this is normal, right? So um, we could easily do this with AR or VR and actually be sat around a table and just have a chat. Like um it's it's going to be pretty crazy i think in the next five-ish years it's just going to move 100%. so quickly 100 and all the nfts you're, you're getting you just like if you really believe in that project you're so so early you know mm-hmm. so so early 
Um, but yeah, anything else on that that discussion, though, boys? Mm. Is there is there? I want to hear a different argument. Like, you do you guys think Estonian cast is actually not a good? good <laughs> like, I, I, because I'm so passionate about it, and then you guys just kind of die down right away. So like. The mood of Ben Affleck was not like, damn. Like, do you guys not like oh, Stephen Cats or what? Tell, no, tell it's not about. that. It's not that. Point. I think point two is a good risky bet for it. Um, and I think honestly, I mean, if you really want to think about it, Action Kutcher was like the guy on Twitter, so it's like he kind of knows about innovation, in a way. He's so, a serial um, VC investor. You know that. Yep. Yep. So it's not like he doesn't know anything. Like this guy know, knows what he's doing. I guess, I don't know. It, I guess there's other projects I would say that's more interesting to me personally. Okay. Um, At point two? Point two. Yeah. I mean, the way Kira cards are going, I mean, it's going to get there <laughs> real soon. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's a good shout. It's a good. It's a good shot. I guess we've been talking. Plus, we've been talking about a lot of projects that's like in the three or fours. Yeah. But I think point two is actually a good shot. So I mean, is, that's all mm-hmm. I know. Is I have limited knowledge about them. So that's that's me. That's me. I don't. But I don't. What, what do you think, Neam? We'll wrap it up with this. I mean, I don't know too much. I'm just on the website now, and they're like, um, uh, new series of animated shorts from Mila Kunis and friends, including the creative forces behind Toy Story Two, Spider Verse, Happy Feet, Crypto Kitty. Crypto kitties and much, much more. Um, like, it was, they got Chris Rock and yeah, Seth they got Chris Rock in there. Yeah. They have big people in this, yeah. You know what? Is For it... like point two, that's actually actually. Um, Keen, have you looked at? So they have like some of the cats as like the people. Um, mm-hmm. Are those? Can you buy those? Are they like on sale? Are, are, are they like two e? Uh, what two e? Like, so some of the, like, um, Ashton Kutcher or like Chris Rock has a cat as his yeah. character. Can yeah, you yeah. buy that cat? Yeah, yeah, you can. And no, it's not to eat. All of them, it's point uh, two. The the most expensive one, maybe that price is the um, Vitali- uh, Vitalik. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. The Ethereum yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He He's also in the show and probably his cat is the most expensive. But Interesting. other ones just only in point two ETH. I mean, I'm asking, can he, Neem is asking, like, can he buy Ashton Kutcher's cat? Yeah. Can I buy that character? Yeah, yeah, you can. Which is a very interesting play, really, if you think That's about really it. really interesting. Um, yeah, there's a yeah, there's a variety of them. So, but, um, that, no, it's a good shout, Keenan. and I'm glad you're doubling down on it. I, I'm not, but, I mean, this, I, I don't know, because... I mean, the execution is still gonna. We still have to wait and see, right? Because otherwise, it's already go to four ETH. But uh, point with two, that, yeah. With with that many famous people, when it's go down, go actually going down, right? It's from point four to point two, which means there's some some bad execution there. You can say, but I mean, the first episode was pretty lame. Like, let's call it how it is. Like, I didn't like the first episode. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, I still like it. I don't think it's that bad. It's but, subjective, um, yeah. Yeah, subjective. But, but I don't know. I, th- I think, I think this has a great potential. And these, these guys, I think they're not going full force on this yet. But uh, Mila 
Kunis. That's how her last name is. I'm so bad with saying a name, but uh, she's yeah, you said it right. <laughs> she she's very. I th- I think she's all in on it, and um, and I think she's one of the main creators. And all of these uh, actors are still voice over it for the second episode. So so I think they're still in it for a long run, and that's the why thing is. You can't watch it unless you own a cat at the moment, right? Well, technically, oh. but then everything going on YouTube, right? And then you can. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Yeah, you don't do it for that. I don't. Definitely not. No, but that's you what I was gonna say. It. I was like, I can't even. I haven't checked YouTube, but I was like, can I not even watch the episode before I decide whether or not I want to buy it? Yeah, I don't like that either. It's kind of that's kind of weird, but oh well. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, for point two, I think Neon put it best. Like, what else can you do with point two? Right, like you do definitely much worse. So, yeah, that's a good, that's a good that's a good way to end it off, man. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, um, if you guys don't have anything else you guys want to add, make sure to rate, subscribe. That would mean the world to us, man. Uh, you know, I, we're getting people to listen, so this is pretty cool. I think people are interested, and I just can't wait to to see how we are in like let's say next few months because it's gonna be an interesting journey. So, talk to you guys soon. Talk to you guys next week.